I'm Dennis Calloway, Grant Manager with the Center for Safe and Secure Schools, a division of the Harris County Department of Education, and welcome to our Take Care Tuesday podcast series, the series that provides you with relevant information that affects our everyday lives. Today, I'm joined by Mr. Jeff McGowan of the Harris County Sheriff's Office. Jeff has been with the Harris County Sheriff's Office for over 27 years. He attended basic peace officers class at the University of Houston's Downtown Law Enforcement Academy, where he graduated with honors in 1994. In 1995, Mr. McGowan was honorably discharged from the United States Army Reserves as a veteran of the Desert Storm War in Iraq. He is currently assigned as the background investigator supervisor at the Harris County Sheriff's Office. Jeff has obtained a number of certifications and licenses, including Master Peace Officer, Master Jailer Proficiency, TCO Instructor, Crime Prevention through Environmental Design, and Certified Crime Prevention Specialist. He's held roles such as President of the Texas Crime Prevention Association, president and member of the Texas Gulf Coast Crime Prevention Association, and is a lifetime member of the 100 Club. He also serves as an adjunct instructor specializing in active shooter, craze training, intruderology, threat assessment training, child passenger safety training, and TCOL crime prevention proficiency certification training. Okay, let's get started. Uh, Jeff, I'd like to thank you for uh, for joining us today. I want to thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for your time. Jeff, I can see from your background that you've presented numerous safety-related trainings to educators, law enforcement, and many other groups. I was wondering if you could give our listeners an understanding of your active shooter craze training, threat assessment training, and intruderology training, and uh, give us an idea what that entails. Well, sure. So craze training is uh, civilian response to active shooter uh, in, in encounters. So basically, uh, it, it is um, the, the national standard as far as uh, training uh, on active shooter, active situations and things of that nature. Uh, the threat assessment is just that as the precursor. That is the stopgap that what you need to do uh, before the bullets start flying. Uh, actually doing an assessment of your facility, doing an assessment of your um, of your protocols on what you do if you have someone that may be a threat and how you actually uh, address those issues. And Trudeology is just basically the name for craze training for uh, a particular uh, group that I was uh, uh, had the opportunity to do some training with or be an adjunct instructor for. Oh, I see. Okay. And um, so would you mind going through, um, um, say, an example of the training that you would do for the uh, for the craze training, the active shooter training? Well, with with any of the training that I do, I always uh, put the threat assessment uh, component in there, basically telling them that they need to be aware of the different situations that may come because you have a, a threat from within. Uh, you also have the threat from from the outside and a threat from within could be a student, uh, an employee or whatever the case may be, whereas uh, the threat from outside 
could could also be uh, a, a previous student. Uh, it could be a, a, an upset parent. It could be the spouse or loved one uh, of a of an employee. So you have to look at all of those different aspects and actually know what's going on, what's the family dynamics and things like that, which is why we always focus on the threat assessment uh, uh, portion of it. And, and that, that's small when it comes to uh, the, the actual craze training, but it, it, it's, it's important that we at least touch on it in the, uh, in the craze training as well, because we have our own threat assessment training that we do separately. Uh, so, so once we get into the actual craze training itself, we're going to tell you what you need to do in order to make yourself safe, your students safe, uh, your, your employees safe. And, and those things, and it's it's actually you know pretty dynamic where we actually get you up and you're going to do some practicing and things like that. Of course, in the world of COVID, uh, when doing these things uh, on online uh, and virtually, uh, but the the training is still effective and give you the information that you need in order to make sure that you're that you're safe and that the the people that you're responsible for are safe as well. Oh, I see, I see, and uh, and intruderology. Um, what does that and what does that consist of? I, I I've heard of it before, but what type of training does that include? So intruderology is simply uh, dealing with intruders for uh, your 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 schools, whether it be a a, 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 a primary, secondary, or or college situation. It's going to take care of what you need to do as as a as a, um, as a uh, administrator or a teacher or an employee of a, of a school, whether it be an ISD or a college um, or a private school for that matter. And so it gives you the training that you need. What did you need? What do you need to do? How do you secure doors? How the doors should be secured? Uh, it also talks about um, uh, secondary locking devices and things like that, that you can that you can use with the, the with the equipment uh, uh, or with your uh, with your planning. Uh, also, actually doing training with your local law enforcement, with your fire department, with your EMS providers, all those first responders that are on uh, on the on the I'd say the grassroots or the, the 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 ground level, as opposed to just having a meeting with the police chief or the, the captain for that particular district or whatever the case may be. Those people that are going to actually knock on your door when you need a, a problem. I always always say that we shouldn't. Uh, get to meet people during an accident or during a tragedy, we should go ahead and meet those people up front. So actually meeting the fire, the police officer that works that beat or meeting the fire department from that particular area that's gonna respond is very important as far as intruderology is concerned and also craze training. I see, okay, that, that's great. Uh, that makes, uh, makes perfect sense. Uh, would you say that there are specific best practices for uh, for each of these trainings? Like, how would you describe the best practices, say, for uh, uh, for threat assessment? Uh, the best practices is, is to have a team and to do training uh, to make sure that you all uh, are on the same page as far as threat assessment is concerned. Uh, because an, a policy on a piece of paper is just a policy. Uh, it has no teeth if you actually if you're not actually putting those things into motion into action so that the, that that everyone is on the same page and you, you know what you're supposed to do if there is a threat uh, to your to your uh, campus. As far as uh, craze or intruderology is concerned, as as far as uh, tr craze and intruderology is concerned, uh, what you want to do is make sure that you're practicing that as well. Now that could be traumatic to a child, but there's 
teacher days, there's teacher um, work days when the students are not in the, the facility, maybe you can do some training on those particular days with the staff where you're actually practicing uh, your, your uh, uh, evacuation plan and those types of things. Now, I will tell you, there are some school districts to, to this day that still believe that uh, lockdown uh, is, the, is the best thing to do. And I have uh, no issue or no problem uh, with that particular uh, uh, training. Doing something is better than doing nothing. So if your training is to lock down and, and stay in place, turn off the lights, turn off all uh, electronic devices, that's your decision as a school district. And what we're doing as trainers is giving you different tools and giving you options. So whatever options you decide to use is really up to you and your school district, whatever the administrators uh, choose. We're not judging you for making one choice over the other. Okay, that's excellent that that the schools get to somewhat tailor uh, their 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 active shooter training programs. And uh, and, and speaking of the, the active shooter uh, training, um, I've I know that there are a couple of different types of trainings. There are the active shooter trainings where it's very involved, where the uh, they they have um, loud noises and and uh, sort of like a trying to simulate a real life scenario. And then of course there's the the um, uh, the classroom style training. Uh, do you have any thoughts on on which is better and um, and, and, and which is, has more value to, the, to our educators and our, and our teachers? Uh, both are effective in, in my opinion. Uh, now I will tell you that the actual simulated uh, where you actually have simunitions and you have you know, the flashbangs, you may have smoke and those types of things. Those, those, those trainings are, are important, but I think that that's more important for your first responders. Uh, and then those people that are responsible for uh, getting the folks, uh, your employees and your, your coworkers out of the building. Now, I, I will tell you that, you know, nothing beats actually doing a dry run. Dry run. Uh, you know, being a military guy, you know, we practice, practice, practice. Uh, and, and same thing with law enforcement. We practice, practice, practice so that it becomes muscle memory with us. Now, I will tell you that sitting in a classroom and, and learning if you, if you take the training seriously, if you do your homework and you study and you make sure that you know where your evacuation routes are, you know what you're supposed to do, and you run that drill through your mind on a constant basis, it's just as effective as, as actually going through the flash, the flash bang the, with the smoke and the simunitions and things like that. I see, okay. And uh, do you anticipate any changes to these trainings in the near future? You know, there's there's always training uh, that that's that's different. Uh, I remember when we first took the the training, uh, the only thing that they were talking about is finding a way to get everybody out. And then they realized, well, what about the primary schools? You're not going to move a bunch of three, four year olds. They're not going to run down the hall. They're going to run. It'll be like herding cats if you have if you try to move a bunch of uh, three to four year olds. Are they going to be afraid? They're going to want their mom or their dad. So. Uh, that training changed from from us completely treat, uh, changing uh, uh, training run hide fight to training. Okay, you have options. Uh, now, what I see training uh, changing to now is that uh, your the enemy is going to change with every tra every training that we have. Every time that we teach you something, they're going to change. Uh, I remember uh, that. You know, with the with the with the, one of the college shootings, the guy was shooting targets on the ground. 
So now we have to tell people that you have to be ready to move if you're hiding under a table or, or under a chair or, or desk or whatever the case may be, you're gonna have to be ready to move because now they're training themselves to shoot on the ground. So I believe training is going to change uh, with the with the change in 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 what the uh, intruders are, are are doing. Now I will tell you this: uh, it had been that the end game was that the intruder was going to kill themselves, or they were going to be killed by law enforcement, or be stopped by uh, someone at the place. Now there seemed to be a shift where the intruder is is actually escaping with the with the uh, crowd. So that's something that we have to look into. So that training is going to, to have to change or has been changing uh, that, that you know, don't expect an intruder to end their own life uh, like we had been training. I see, that, that's very important too. Uh, well, Jeff, uh, this is um, you know, short and sweet. We just wanted to, to get some information out there. And uh, I know you've, uh, uh, we'll, most likely have you on again to, to go into some more detail on some of the other trainings that you offer. But uh, I'd like to thank you for taking this this time to uh, spend with us and and sharing uh, your sharing your expertise on the uh, the craze training and threat assessment training and the uh, and the other trainings that you that you mentioned today. Sure. Thank you so very much. I appreciate your time, sir. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. And we come to the end of another episode of Take Care Tuesday. Find more Take Care Tuesday podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at CSSS underscore HCDE, Facebook HCDE, Center for Safe and Secure Schools, or find us online at www.hcde-texas.org by clicking on Education Services and then Safe and Secure Schools. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay safe, stay secure, and take care.